Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our celebration. We know, of course, that this is Mother's Day, so to all mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers, we say, uh, Happy Mother's Day. And um, I would just suggest that, of course, my mother is dead, so I remember her in a special way today, but if your mother is still alive, perhaps the greatest gift you could give to your mother would be to just pen her a little note and thank you for giving you the gift of life and perhaps also thank you for uh, helping you to become the person that you are today. So on that note, I would just like to tell you a little Mother's Day story uh, of my mother and little Richard. Uh, and it goes back to time when I was probably about, I'm not sure, eight, nine years of age. And to understand this story, you have to understand the church in which I grew up. Uh, it was a cruciform church, two long aisles, and then two side aisles, sort of where people are looking, looking at the altar and looking across at one another. Anyway, we had a strange uh, custom in our church. That is, the men sat on the right-hand side of the church, the aisle on the right-hand side, the women sat on, on the left. And furthermore, the children were separated from the parents. The children, the boys, uh, were at the front of the men's section, and the girls were at the front set, front uh, of the women's section. So on this given Sunday, um, I was the very front seat, um, and I was beside uh, one of my classmates by the name of Jimmy Doyne. And my mother was over uh, on the wing, over in, the, over in the, the, the transept. She was looking directly across uh, to where I was. And I don't really know what happened other than the fact that it was obvious that, you know, here we are right in front of the altar, but it's obvious that uh, this Jimmy and myself, uh, that we acted, we acted up or acted out during the whole Mass. Uh, we never paid a bit of attention, bit of attention to what was going on on the altar. So all, all went well until I got home uh, that day, home from Mass, and my mother, she really, really laid into me. She says, I can't believe uh, that uh, you were so bad at Mass. And she says, the other, the other boy, she says, uh, Jimmy Doyne, um, she says, his mother is dead, which was true, and so she says, I can excuse his behavior. Your behavior, on the other hand, she says, I just find inexcusable. And especially, she says, uh, you know, the other, all the other mothers were there, uh, for different families, what are they going to think of me that mean any horror? So this is an event that I remember so, so well. And she ended up by saying something, I may not have the, the words exactly, but it went something like this. You know, I've worked hard uh, at trying to tell you who God is, but it's, ob it's obvious that, that I failed in the process. So I'd like to take her final words there about working hard to explain who God is and not being successful. Because in many ways, that has been sort of the story, the story of our church, um, that um, it's very difficult to get a handle on who God is. And especially when you mix in the fact that God is Trinity. 
And um, I know that, it, um, you know, it's one thing to say that you believe in God, which we all do, but to make some kind of rational statement with regard to who God is can indeed be very challenging. And that really takes us to the gospel reading today, which uh, in many ways it's Jesus and, and his apostles. Uh, it's the Last Supper, it's just before Jesus dies. And he has told them, he has already told them that, that, that he is about to leave. And it's in that context then you can see the confusion, the confusion within them with regard to who he really is and, and how, he fits, how he fits in, how he fits in with his father. And so he says to them, um, it's obvious that they're upset. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God and faith in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. I go there to prepare a place for you because I am the way, the way to the father. And straight away, straight away, uh, Thomas uh, raises the question. He says, Lord, he says, we don't know where you're going. How can we possibly know the way? And it's in that context that Jesus makes this very profound and very powerful statement where he says, he says, Thomas, do you not realize that I am, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then all of a sudden we find that, that uh, Philip jumps in and he says, he says, show me the Father, he says, and that, that will be enough. Tell me who that Father is. And of course, the, the response of Jesus is, again, very interesting. He says, Philip, he says, do you not realize that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The Father and I are one. So anytime that you look upon me and see me, you're really looking upon the Father also. Again, a very, a very profound statement. So what do, we, what do we extract from this from ourselves? And I think what, the, what we extract is so very important. That is that our way to God, that our way to God is really through Jesus Christ. And that as, as a Christian people, I think our challenge, our challenge is to really get to know Jesus for, for, for who he is. Because Jesus is, Jesus while he was here on earth, Jesus is the visible, the very visible manifestation of, of God's presence. And so if I was like, if I was a mother or father of a child, and I was trying to explain to them uh, who God is, my starting point today, I realize I know a lot more today than I did 50 years ago, but my starting point would be with the Gospels. That is, uh, to get to know Jesus uh, that we find, let's say, in, in Luke's Gospel, and to see how Jesus acts and interacts in so many different situations in Luke's Gospel. And consequently, the more we get to know him, the more we get to love him. And as we know and love Jesus, I think it's easy for us to, in a sense, if we have Jesus down in terms of if we fully have accepted who he is in our lives, then I think the reality of God sort of fits, fits in uh, very, very nicely. So today, as we celebrate our Mass together, 
we acknowledge that Jesus is indeed our way, our truth, and our life. And to know him is ultimately to know his Father.